So we're starting Dav Chavches on the Mishnah, continuing with this concept of that if one is going to buy meat on Yantif, you're not allowed to measure it out. So Rabbi Huda says, Dr. Mishnah, Rabbi Huda, Emer Shekel Adam Basar, Kenegat Hakli, Akenegat Hakufitz, that you cannot purchase meat from, let's say, a butcher using normal measuring uh, tools, n- normal scales, but rather you are able to, the butcher is able to measure out the meat, Kenegat Hakli, Okay, you check the weight of a kli, and then the weight of the meat accordingly, or a kufitz, okay, or the size of a cleaver, okay, a special knife. What we're saying is these are not measuring um, kalim, and therefore you're allowed to use them. It represents a shinoi. It's not a maisachol. No, a mashgichin bekaf maznayim koliker. You can't use a scale at all. Okay, so what's going on over here? Zakta gemara, my kol iker. What is it? Why did the Rabbanon say Belashan, the Chacham and Belashan, Emashkik of Hamzaim called Iker? What he's saying is, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Rashmuel, Afilu Lishmar Menach Barim. That even if you, your intent is just not to actually weigh the meat, but to uh, keep the meat away from rodents, so what you do is you put it on top of the scale, it's a convenient place to put it, even then you can't use it. It's Usr for that. Amr of Idi Bar Avin, Vuhu, now when is it going to be Usr to use a scale? Vuhu Detalia Bitrita. Only if it's hanging on the peg, okay, meaning that it's set up. If it's not set up, if it's not set up as a scale, then there's no problem using it as whatever, for whatever other use you might use it. Not, obviously not to measure meat or even to hold the meat, but um, it's only going to be a problem if it's set up to function as a scale. So just like we said that a person can't measure using normal measuring tool, normal measuring kalim, uh, and we said yesterday that you can't measure, you, you can't uh, be pisuk damim in money either. So remember, Yudam or Shmuel, Tabach Uman, if you have a, a, a butcher by trade, Asr Lishko Basar Biyad, even with his hand, he can't pick up like one piece of meat and pick up, uh, you know, the scale or something, the counterweight in the other hand. And because he's an expert, he's going to be able to tell which is close. And he's, and he's essentially weighing the meat that way, that would be Asr. Another case, that, he can't, that a butcher by trade can't use water displacement, right? He can't put water, he can't put a piece of meat in uh, water and see how much spills over or how much the water rises. Again, we have a problem with measuring. That they didn't have shopping bags in those days, so you wanted to carry the meat. So the uman would make a hole um, using a knife in the meat, and then you would carry it by that hole. So that was a, that, so it's going to be aser ma'isa uman again. Amaravina ubiyada shari. It's a ma'isa. It's a ma'isa chol. These are chol uh, issues, and therefore it's going to be a problem. However. If, you do, if he does it with his finger, so that's lav derechol, and therefore it's going to be mutter. But using a knife, like we said, is derechol. Now, we're going to address um, soon here that the, the, the machlekes Rabbanon and, and Chachamim, whether you can do what's called machshire echol nefesh on Shabbos. We're going to get into that. But this Mishnah seems to be saying that the, the concern is, the way Rashi explains it, is that these are, these are chol dikka way of doing things, and therefore you can't do that on Yantav. So even in a situation where you can prepare, you can do Eichel Nefesh, you can't do it in a chol sort of way. Amar Rav Huna. Rav Huna says, however, you are able to make a simen in the basar, okay, that you won't, it won't get, it won't get uh, uh, switched, okay, mistakenly switched. Ki ha'adir Rav Huna mechatech la'atlasa karnasa. 
and he used to cut it like a triangle. And this way, everybody knew that was his way of like his stamp to show that it was uh, it was properly uh, it was it was shechted properly. And uh, he knew this way that it was his. Everybody knew that it was his. It was his simen, and it's like it would function like a hachsher. So that you are able to do with the meat on yontif. Rav Chiyav, Rav Shimon, Berebi, Shaiklin Mana Kenegan Mana Biyontif. So Rav and Rav Shimon. So like we said in a Mishnah that you can't measure meat. Okay, you can't and any sort of measurement in regards to meat to measure out portions would be aser. So now Rav Chiyav, Rav Shimon, Berebi, Shaiklin Mana Kenegan Mana. They would. Uh, measure portion, connect a portion. I take one portion and then I match up to what you took and then he took, he took the other one, right? And they, they, would, they, they took, they divided the pieces by measuring them. So, Kiman, who are they going like? That's not allowed. Like Rabbi Yehuda, like Rabbanon. Both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanon don't allow it. Ik Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda and the Mishnah said, I'm a Sheikh Adam, Basar, Kenegada Kli, Kenegada Kofitz, Kenegada Kli in, Kenegada Midiachrini Loi. It was only Kenegada Kli. You're not allowed to measure a piece of meat against each other. You're only allowed to do it Kenegada Kli, which is a non standard way of doing it, so that it doesn't appear like it, you're not doing it like you would do it on Chol. No sort of measurements, no matter what. You can't even use any sort of Kalim. So who, so who were Rav Chia and Rav Shimon Berebi? When the fact that they were um, dividing portions, mana connected mana by measuring the portions, who were they going like? So the Gemara says, Inu David Kriv Yeshua. They went like Kriv Yeshua, the Tanya, we see Kriv Yeshua, Aymer, Shaykhlin mana connected mana, Biyantiv. That you are able to, um, that you are able to um, measure out portion against another portion, Anyantiv. Now, so that is, a, 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 that's, that's a new sheet to Rabbi Yeshua who says that you are able to measure portion connected portion. Now, I'm a Rav Yesef. Halacha Kriv Yeshua. Now, halacha is actually going to be like Rabbi Yeshua, that you are able to measure out meat, portion, connected portion. You're able to measure out the meat by portions by comparing it to another portion. Why? Because we have a Stam Mishnah in Bechiris, which appears to be Rabbi Yeshua, and since we have a Stam Mishnah in Bechiris, like Rabbi Yeshua, so we'll say that halacha is like Rabbi Yeshua here as well. Titanan, we learned in the Mishnah. That, let's say you have hektish that becomes puzzle. So the din is that it needs to be nifta. Okay, so you go ahead and you're paideet and you sell it. Okay, and the money goes to hektish. So so who ultimately benefits from the money? Meaning who is invested to get the highest possible price? Hektish gets the money. So if you so what we're saying is that when you sell the meat, sell it in a way that will raise the maximum amount of money for hektish because hektish stands to gain. Now, normally, to take hectish meat and to sell it like you would by measuring it out as if it was any other, you know, meat in a market would be a zilzal. But since, but since hectish stands to gain, so we say go ahead and sell it even, go ahead and sell it even by, measure, by, by measuring it out in a, what's called a normal measuring cleat, belitra. So hektish, you can use a scale, like we're saying, use a scale. However, when it comes to bachar, since what happens to the bachar? It gets a mum, it's eaten by the bilam. Hektish doesn't gain anything. Therefore, you can't use a scale. However, what does the Mishnah say? You are able to measure out, in a case where we do have an issue of zilzal, you can measure out portion, connected portion. Okay, so therefore, that's the Stam Mishnah Bechiris, and that sounds like Rabbi Yeshua, who said that when you're trying to do something not like a, not with a scale, like here on Yontif, because it's an Uvdah Dechol, it's a problem, so then you could do it, mana, kenegin, mana, that's the Stam Mishnah, that's Rabbi Yeshua. 
not like Rabbi Huda and Rabbanon of our Mishnah. So Amr Abai, he says, no, you can't compare the two. You can't compare Bachar to Yantif. By Yontif, he says you could do mana, connected mana. Why? Because there's no bizayin kachim at all. Maybe Rabbi Yeshua would not agree to that Stam Mishnah. You can't compare Yontif to Bukhar. Maybe the Stam Mishnah says you could do mana, mana, connected mana by kachim is going too far. Rabbi Yeshua wouldn't agree to that. Or Enam, Yadkan, like Kamar Rabban, and Hasam, Elamishim, Delay, Mechzik, of the Chol. There, right, we're just trying to get around zilzal. We're not trying to get oda dechol. So as long as I do a mana connected mana, as long as I don't use a scale, it's not a zilzal. However, that since measuring a piece connected another piece is considered something that's a measure, type of measurement you do by chol. The goal here isn't not to, to not to use a scale. It's not bizayin. By bechar, what we're trying to avoid is bizayin. So we try to avoid a bizayin. So we tell you do mana connected mana. But here by yantif, we're trying to avoid chol. Doing mana connected mana doesn't avoid the of the dechol issue. Can't compare. So the Gemara says, okay, now let's go back to that story. We said that that uh, uh, Rav Chia and Rav Shimon Berebi were dividing meat. They wanted to make sure that one wasn't getting more than the other. So they would measure whatever one took against what the other one took to make sure that they were getting the equal amount. So the Mar says, Lemeimer, the Kapti Adadi, really? Were they particular with each other to make sure that they would get an exact, exact even? Baha Hanu Sheb Benisa, seven fish, Da'asul Lebei Rebbe, Ve'ishtaka Chamesh Minayu, Be'erevchia. We see that when Rebchia and Rebchia and Rebbe, they were good friends, that they weren't cupid on each other. And when, when there were seven fish to divide, Rebchia ended up with five. And the other, and Rebchia and Rebbe only ended up with two. And he didn't care. So why over here were they, were they being so machbid to measure the meat so that whatever you're taking, I'm getting an exactly equal amount. Amar Papa, no, you're right. That you have to say that the story wasn't with these two. Now, we don't know. It's either with Rebchia and somebody else or Rebchia and Rebbe and somebody else. But it wasn't with Rebchia and Rebbe. Amar Rapapa, Shadigav, Rebbeinayu, I Rebchia, Rebbe Shmuel. So it was either Rebchia and Rishol, Rebbe Yesi, or it was Rebchia and Rebbe and Bar Kapara. But it, was, it could not have been Rebchia and Rebchia and Rebbe because they were not covered on each other. Zuck, the next Mishnah. One may not sharpen a knife on Yontif. But you can carry it you can carry a knife um, on top of another knife, and if it ends up getting sharpened that way, that would be okay. It's mishani miderech chol. It's different than you do it. it uh, that's different than how you, you don't carry two knives together and let them rub against each other in order to sharpen, so that would uh, avoid. So that's not a normal way on chol, so therefore that would be okay. Now, I'm a Rav Huna. This that we said, you can't sharpen. What type of sharpen are we talking about? So he says, okay, let's go with the Resha. We said you can't sharpen a knife on Yontif. That is only a, <coughs> that is only a stone sharpener, standard sharpener. But a wood sharpener, which is uh, you know, less of a standard sharpener, so then it's not as efficient. So then we'll say it's mutter. It represents some sort of shinoi, and therefore it's going to be mutter. Okay, so now, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Hada Amar Shel Evan Aser. So now that which you said that an Evan, an Evan sharpener is going to be Aser, like our mission says it's going to be Aser, that's only to use as a sharpener. But to remove the fats, or else you cut meat and the knife itself has stuff on it, you want to clean the knife, 
then mutter. You're allowed to use a, uh, a stone sharpener to clean the knife. So what do we see? That to use a wood, a, a wood knife, a, a wood sharpener would be mutter, even to sharpen, even to sharpen. Okay, so this is the first way, we're going to have four lashinas. The first way is what we're, we're saying is like this. We're dealing with sharpeners in our Mishnah. Evan, to use a stone sharpener is, is, is not allowed to sharpen the knife, but you can use it to clean the knife. And of course you can use and you could use a wood sharpener to not only clean the knife, but also to sharpen the knife. Ikan the Masni La Seifa. Some learn it on the Seifa. The Seifa of Rav Huna said, So on that Seifa, that Bishal Eitz Mutter, I'm Rav Yudam or Shmuel. Rav Yudam or Shmuel said it, Hanta Amrit Bishal Eitz Mutter. That's only to clean it. But to actually sharpen it, no, even with a wood one, you can't sharpen. Miklal, what do we see from here? That it's only, when we said only a wood is mutter, and we're saying Rabbi Huda Shmuel is saying that mutter to clean it sounds like to sharpen it, to sharpen it, um, even with a wood one is not going to be good. So for sure, to be mavir the shamninisa on a stone one, or lechadid the stone one is going to be aser. Some learn this, this member of Yehuda Amar Shmuel, but not, not on what Rav Huna said, that a stone sharpener, a mashchez is going to be mutter, but rather learn it on the Mishnah itself. That when the Mishnah said, Ein mashchizin, that which we said you can't sharpen is mutter. Okay, that's going to be mutter. Miklal, what do we see? So what we're saying is like this, that I can't use a mashchezes, I don't care if it's eight or evan, because we're not, we're, the Mishnah didn't differentiate. That was only in Rav Huna, that was only in Rav Huna that differentiated, but the Mishnah didn't differentiate. And therefore, when you look at the plain Mishnah, it's either a sharpener, or we're either talking about a sharpener or masiyah chaverta. So a sharpener is usher to sharpen, but lahaver shenunis would be mutter, whether it's wood or stone, sharpening is usher to clean its mutter. However, al chaverta masiyah it sounds like even to sharpen that way. If you're trying, right, the knives when you're carrying them together will rub and will will sharpen the knife a little. So that is going to be mutter. The ikad demasni la seifa. Some learn it on the seifa. Avo masiyah again. We're not differentiating between a wood or a stone sharpener. We're saying wood or stone sharpener is going to be usher. The only time even Masiyah Chaverta is allowed is just to clean it, which sounds like but to carry the knife on, uh, on, on, a, on another knife, even with intent to sharpen, that wouldn't be good. It's only if it's going to, like rubbing the knives together, would, would be okay just to clean the knife. To sharpen aser, miklal the mashchezes. So when the ratio said it mashchizen, it means not at all. You can't use it at all, even to clean the knife. I feel Okay. So those are the four different ways of addressing it. The first two lashinas are going on the statement of Rav Huna that differentiated when we said the Mishnah said a mashchizen. Okay, that we said that there's a difference between a, a stone sharpener and a wood sharpener. And in the first lashon, we said that only a stone sharpener is going to be usher to sharpen, but to clean would be mutter. And in the second lashon, we said that even uh, an eights is only allowed to clean, not to sharpen, which means stone is not allowed to sharpen or clean. 
And the second Lashon, like we said, we were differentiating not in regards to stone or wood, but we were just discussing, that we, we didn't differentiate between the two. Whatever the halacha is by a stone one, it would be by a wood one, and we're just differentiating between the resha and the seifa. In the first Lashon, we're saying that the resha said, you cannot use a sharpener at all to sharpen, mash, mashma, that you can use it to clean which means that Masiach Haverta would mean even to sharpen. And in the, in the final, what the, it's a diak from the Seifa, that you could only use a Masiach Haverta to clean the knife, which sounds like, you, you, number one, you couldn't use it to sharpen, and then you couldn't use a sharpener at all, even to clean. Now, man tana the mashcheses aser. So who's the tana that holds that using a mashcheses, a sharpener, is going to be aser? Rav Chista, the like Rabbi Yehuda. That's not like Rabbi Yehuda. Like we know, we're going to discuss this a little bit more. We have a famous machlekes, the tanya, ein ben yantav l'shabes ha'elachon nefesh bovad. What's the difference between yantav and shabes ha'elachon nefesh? That you're allowed to do things to repair food. Rabbi Yehuda, mancher af bashir ha'elachon nefesh. He says that it extends not just to cooking, but also anything that is for preparing. So therefore, what we're trying to say is that you, um, that, that the Tana, that the Tana, um, who, who says that you can't use a sharpener, is the Rabbana, not Rabbi Yudah, because Rabbi Yudah would hold, since you need to sharpen the knife in order to repair your food, it's a machshire oichel nefesh, and therefore you can. I'm a rebel, Rav Chista. So Rav says, Rav Chista, darshina mishmecha, you went ahead and said that the Tana here, that meaning that, that according to Rabbi Yudah, what it comes out, the way Rav Chista is saying is according to Rabbi Yudah, you would be allowed to sharpen your knife. Because we now are, right, Rav Chista was the one that is saying that this is subject to the Machlagis Tanayim. That's going like the Rabbonon, who hold that Mashiri Oichon Nefesh or Aser. So he, he said, I'm really Rav, Rav Chista, Darshin and Mishmecha, Halachak Rav Yehuda, do you want us to Darshin in your name, Halachak Rav Yehuda? Amr Lei, Rav Chista said, yeah, Yehei Rava, it is my will, Dechol, or, or Yehei Ratzain, right, that is the, Dechol, Kihani, Mili Malaisa, Malyasa, that any good thing, any good piece of Torah that you have to say, Tadashim Bishmai, and this is a good piece of Torah, meaning that when we said that sharpening is going to be Aser, that is only according to the Rabbanon. Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, would be Mutter. Amr Rav Nechemi, Breder of Yosef. Have a Kamina Kamei de Rava. I, 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 Rabbi was made that he was, uh, he was. Uh, visiting Rava, Bahava Kamavir, and he saw that Rava was Mavir the Sakina Puma de Dekula, that he um, scraped the knife on the edge of a basket. And I said, Are you sharpening? Or are you just trying to clean it? He said, I'm trying to clean it. Okay, however, so what we're trying to say is like this. We just said halachas like Rabbi Yehuda. Now, this is a sal, which essentially would be like a wood sharpener, not a stone sharpener, okay? And we said that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, and he's saying that I'm only allowing, okay, so he said that he was just cleaning the knife. But I could tell that he really was sharpening it. So what do we see? We see that when we said the halacha is like Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Chista said the halacha is like Rabbi Yudah, we don't paskin that way. Rabbi Chista said we paskin that way. Rabbi was saying halacha ne'in mayrin kain. That we don't, we don't tell everybody that that's the halacha. Okay, but the halacha is really that you're allowed, for one for himself, is allowed to um, sharpen it. Okay, Rav Chista was dar- he darshan that the lacha like was like Rav Yehuda, and from Rava we're saying the lacha ve'ain marin king. Okay, Rav Rabbi a similar story. I have a kamina kamei demar. I was at I was visiting Rava. That he was passing again. He was rubbing his knife against the edge 
of a mill. And I said, Are you trying to sharpen your knife? Or are you trying to clean it? However, Abai is also being made that I saw that Rabba really was intending, but he really was intending to sharpen it. He really wasn't just trying to clean the knife. Because Sabar, again, Rabbi also saying like Rabba, Halacha ve'ein marin kain. Okay, so the halacha, the halacha is halacha main marinkin. Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, and we in fact the poskim paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. However, ain marinkin. Now the way they learn here is that we differentiate. Remember, we had the four lashinas: Algamichaverta, Evan, Eitz, and then Rechista said that the, that it's not like Rabbi Yehuda. The way they put it together is basically. Uh, Rav Paiskim say that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. However, that is only that you're allowed to sharpen a knife. Machshire chanefesh is mutter be machshire only with with eights, okay, but not with Evan because of the fact that Rav Huna was machalik between the two. Ibayalahu, okay. So now we want to know mahu lahare sakin lachacham biyantiv. So the din is that anytime you want a shecht, a, a uh, and, and Rashi says here we're talking about a butcher. Hatavach sakin lechacham, right? That the butcher has to show the knife when you're going to shecht the animal. So you have to show the knife to a chacham to make sure there's a din that uh, you have to show your knife to a chacham to make sure that there are no pegimas on it. So we want to know: Are you allowed to show your? Are you allowed to take your knife again? Now the way I think we understand this gemara, and we'll see all the rest of these cases here. We had a machlekes when we get back into this. We had a machlekes between Rav Yehuda and the Rabbanon. Are machshire echol nefesh allowed? Okay, that are you allowed to do something like, for instance, sharpening a knife was one of the things which we said is machshire. It's not directly involved with cooking the food, but it's a preparation, machshire, to cook the food. So now we want to know what about, and Rabbi Yehuda would hold it's okay, the Chacham hold it's not okay. So now this would seem to go even Rabbi Yehuda, because this is another issue. This is not a machshire, you're not preparing for Echon Nefesh, but rather there's a, there's a separate issue here of, it's not just a question of machshire, it's a separate issue of, it's a public display. The butcher is now going to go carry his butcher knives to the Chacham. And it's a public, it's like a zilzal of Yantif. So it's a Uvda Dechol. Is he allowed to do this? Even if you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, then Machshiri, Eichel Nefesh, Armotor, is he allowed to go ahead and show his knife because we can't be Mazal? So just because Machshiri, Eichel Nefesh, Armotor, we're not going to allow you to be Mazal Yantif. So Rav Mari, Bereder, Abizna, Shari, he said it's Mutter. The Rabbanon Asir, the Rabbanon Asir, Rabbi Yosef Amar, he comes up with an Eitzah. He says, Talmud Chacham Raya La'atzmai. So what you do is the Talmud Chacham, it's not Av Shemil. So he's allowed to see it for himself in his own house. Okay, and then, so he's allowed to be baidik at himself. There's no avshamilsa there. He's shaking his own knife. Then he can lend it out. He can go lend it to the butcher, and that would be okay. Rav. Now, okay, this is a totally new din. So that was in regards to, we had a, essentially two emachogas, are you, are you allowed to, or th- essentially turned into three, are you allowed to check the knife? One member said it's also, one member said it's mutter, one member said this good eitzah, which is let the chacham check it himself, and then let the chacham himself check it, and then he can just lend it to whoever might be in need of a knife. So now, Amar of Yasef. Bummer of Yosef, Sakin Sha'amda, that a knife, again, we'll have to say this is even Rabbi Yehuda, that holds your ladder sharp in a knife. If it's Amda, if it's Amda, okay, let's say it loses its sharpness, Mutter Lechadada So you're allowed to sharpen it on Yantif. Even though it got dull before Yantif, 
we can't hold you responsible to know exactly when your knife gets dull. Vaanimili who depaska agav dochka. That's it has to be where like if it's just not sharp, it's not efficient for cutting, but it'll still cut if you push down if you apply pressure. But if it's totally blunt, then you should have known before yontif. And like we'll see that the way to understand this is that we'll see. <clears throat> that even Rabbi Yehuda, who allows nefesh, he only allows machshirin that you 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 couldn't have, or we can't hold you responsible to have known to do before. But if the knife is so blunt that even with pressure it won't cut, then you can't sharpen it. And similarly, Rashi says that if it gets if the knife had a pagam, this is only if it if it got blunted. But it had a pagam that there was a nick in the knife and it was unusable before Yontif, then we're not going to allow you to sharpen it to fix it on Yontif. We won't allow Masak and Kli, okay? That's going to be a problem because it was Muchach yesterday, and like we said, even Rabbi Yehuda, who allows sharpening of knives when it's dull, that's only to make it cut more efficiently, but not if, um, not to actually fix the knife. Rashiir says that um, <clears throat> if it's too blunt, and the same thing would apply for Pagam, that's a Tircha Yeseira. Should have known yesterday. Terech Yisera, we're not going to allow you to do it on Yontif. Darach Rav Chista, v'yitamer Rav Yisif. Echad sakin shenifkevav, echad shpud shenirtzam. So either a knife that gets a pagam, or a shpud, right, a skewer that breaks. Ve'echad greifas tani v'karayim, the right parts of your oven that uh, kind of collapse, b'yontif. Banu l'machlekes Rav Yehuda v'rabonu. So again, these sakin shenifkema, Okay, the knife gets a pagam or on yantif or right. We said before that before yantif me'asma would be aser. This is on yantif. Okay, ve'echad shpum shenirtsam a skewer that breaks ve'echad greifas tanarukayim or an oven that partially collapses. But machlekes should be the rabbanon. So now we're going to get into the machlekes. Are you allowed to fix these things? Are they together machshire eichal nefesh? Ditanya ein bein yantif l'shabes elo eichal nefesh bavad. That we said, that what's the difference, the primary difference between, or what's the difference between Shabbos and Yatif? Like we've spoken out, that even things that are in order to prepare to be able to cook would be allowed. My time of the Tanakama. Why does the Tanakama hold that Machshir Echon Nefesh are Aser? The Pasuk says, That you're only allowed to cook Echon Nefesh, not to prepare the things like fixing knives or broken skewers or collapsed ovens. Rabbi Yehuda Amar, he says, Rabbi Yehuda, he says, Amar Kral Lachem. The Pasuk says, Ach asher yechel l'chol nefesh, hu levada yechel lachem. Okay, that you can do lachem, lachem l'chol tzarchechem. Whatever you need to, to ensure that you'll have food to eat on Yantif, even if it extends to the machshirin, would be allowed. Aye, so now what are they each going to do with the way the, the other one learns the pasuk? Tanakama hugs of lachem. What's he going to do with lachem? So I'm going to Tanakama holds a hu lachem v'loylanachrim. That when it's saying lachem, it's not coming to tell you that you can do that. You can you can even will will issue a waiver dispensation for machshirah nefesh, but rather it's coming to tell me that only lachem, not for the nachrim. You're not allowed to cook at all for the nachrim. We're not talking about machshirah nefesh. Beidach nami aksev hu. So Rabbanan says hu levadai only. It, meaning Eichel Nefesh. So what's Rabbi Yehuda going to do? It's, it is limiting. It's not saying you can do whatever you want. So how is Rabbi Yehuda free to say Machshir Eichel Nefesh? Amalach Rabbi says, Ksiv hu, Ksiv lachem. It says both. So how do we understand? But like Hasha, Kan Machshir and She'ev Shalas Sesam, Me'erav Yontif. So you know, you, Rabbanan, divided the line that only pure Eichel Nefesh cooking is allowed. But Machshir is not allowed. I'm going to divide that line differently. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that you could do whatever you want, except 
<coughs> what is the who? What's the limiter? Well, Kasha, even Machshirin, Kan Machshirin, Shev Shalasisim Erev Yantif, Kan Machshirin, Shev Shalasisim Erev Yantif. So Machshirin that I was able to do before Yantif, that I'll agree. Who Levadoi? That you can't do on Yantif. That's a limiter. That you can't do on Yantif. But if it's Machshirin that you couldn't have done, or like we saw the case of the partially blunted knife, which still worked, something that you wouldn't have necessarily known about, we can't hold your responsible for knowing about, that Machshiri Echanefesh would be allowed according to Rabbi Yehuda. Now, let's differentiate. So those are fixing things that are essentially unusable. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, this is again a caveat even in Rabbi Yehuda, Shita, who holds Machshirin Armutar. So then Shpun Shenir Tzaf, if you had a skewer that just got bent, it didn't break, didn't need to be fixed, it just bent. Also, Lesachna Biyantif, you can't straighten it on Yantif. And Rashi explains that what's going on over here, that, that because since it's usable now, it's just bent, so it's tircha deloit So even Rabbi Yehuda, who holds machshiriyach it's not a carte blanche to do whatever you want. It's only if you really need it. Here, since you don't really need to unbend the skewer, to straighten out the skewer in order to use it, use a bent skewer, therefore you're not allowed. So the says pshita. Even though you're able to straighten it with your hand, still it's going to be a tircha delayed sarach, and Rabbi Yehuda is still going to hold, even Rabbi Yehuda is going to hold its aser. Rabbi Yehuda allows machshirach and is still going to hold its aser. Remember Rabbi Yehuda, Shmuel, by basar. Once you use the skewer and you already roasted the meat, so now also tatal biyantif, it's now mukta. You no longer have any use for it, it's mukta. Now let it be metalto. Rabbi bar Abba, Amar, Ramalkiyoi, Shemtu Menich Vekaren Zavis. He says, no, that you can move it begreira. And Rashi says, it's tilto menatzad. You can move it with a shinoi to the corner. You don't want this dirty skewer there, so you can move it to the corner. Okay, now we're issuing a caveat. We're saying you can only move it as long as it has some meat on it. Which Ravina argues, so he says, not true, that just like a thorn in Rosh Hashanah, you're allowed to move it. We're not talking about, let's say on Shabbos, we're not talking about, you know, it have to be pachas, pachas, bidal. We're not talking about to violate the Isser of carrying Dalad Amas Rosh Hashanah, that's Isser Daraisa, but rather the Muktza Shabbat, you have a thorn and someone could step on it and get injured, so you're allowed to move it. Okay, so to the Shbud, not, not having it around, you know, you're allowed to go ahead and move it, um, and you're, you're allowed to move it even though it doesn't have basar meat on it. Okay, so Shmuel held it was asar, and Ramalkia said, you can do tiltam and atzad. Okay, and Ravuna says, only you can only do tiltam and atzad if it has size basar. Ravina says, even if it doesn't. Fine. Now, Amar Rav Chanina, Bered the Rav Ika, Shpud, so this din of Shpud, where Ramalkia, we're saying Ramalkia said that it's a memra, that he said, that you are allowed to move it uh, using tiltal menatzad, even though you already ate the meat from the skewer. So shpud, that's one din. Shvachais, vigumais, so these are other dinim throughout Shas. We're going to discuss essentially six dinim. Shpud is one of six dinim. Shpud, shvachais, vigumais. Shvachais are saying that the Gemara discusses in uh, Ksubas that with the responsibilities that a wife has to her husband even if she has a hundred servants, there's certain basic responsibilities she has to do. She can't outsource. She can't. She can't have hired help do certain things for her husband. Okay, um, he is kaifalas's semer. Okay, that even if she still she still has to do certain things because batala is mevila di zima. The Gemara says there. So therefore, she has to keep herself busy. Okay, that is one din that Ramalkiyoi said and gumais or 
Shvud Shvachos Vegumais Gumais are saying that in a case, let's say for Chalitza, you want to know if a woman is uh, if she's a woman and not if she's old enough. So normally we say Shtei Cyrus. So now, in this case, let's say that you don't find here, but you find Gumais. You find like a pit, um, right? An area that looks like it had hair in it that it had like the follicle for the hair, even though the hair is out. So we'll say that she had Shtei Cyrus and it fell out. So those are all. That's what, those are members of Ramalkiyai. Beluris, that is here, so that's a certain hairstyle like, that they would have for Avodah Zara. So now what happens if you're a, it, it, was, it was done as a nice thing for Avodah Zara that the guy that the, uh, that, that used to do. So what happens if you're a Jewish barber and a guy comes in, he's an Avodah Zara, and, you know, non-Jew, and he says, I want you to fix my Beluris, right? I think you're like a Mohawk or something, okay? So the question is, how, you know, if you cut all around it and you essentially enhance that bluris, right, that extra growth that's for the covenant of the Zara, so now you're aiding him in the serving of the Zara, that's a problem. So the question is, how far away do you have to stay from those bluris? Okay, so we have, um, we said, uh, Ramalkia says three etzbois in every direction, okay, that you have to stay away from enhancing this uh, extra growth of hair for the Zara. Afer makla, Okay, that we said you can't use burned, uh, uh, you know, put it on your skin, burned ashes, because it's like, say, this kaka, it's like a tattoo. The gvina, and in regards to uh, cheese, why we said that it's usr, the gvinas akum is going to be usr. And Ramalkia said because they would, there were many different reasons why we said it's going to be usr. Ramalkia was the one who said it's shemachlikim panea b'shum and chazir, that because they, um, they, they use the fats of a pig, Okay, to as kind of like a finishing on their cheese, and that's why Givinus Akum is going to be Yasser. So, those that was said, Bishem Ramalkia. So, the first three, Shpud, Shvachos, and Gumas, are Ramalkia. And these three, Blur, these three, Bluris, Eframakla, and Givina, are Ramalkia. So, that was the way Rav Chenina, Bereid, Rav Ika was Machalik. Three to Ramalkia, and three to Ramalkia. Rapapa Amar, he says, no. Masnisin, Umasnisa, if it's in a Mishnah or a Brisa, then it's Ramalkia. Shmaitzah, if it's just a memra, it's going to be Ramalkia, right? Like here, it's right, like ours here was a memra where he was donning on the skewer. So that was a Shmaitzah. That was just a memra he was saying. So everybody, right, that is Ramalkia. Like here. Okay, Vesimonech Masnisen Malkisa. That we say the mission on the bright says Malkisa, meaning Ramalkia. Okay, so if you want to know who is don on to get not get confused, which one's Ramalkia and which one's Ramalkia, that things that are in a Mishnah are Malkia. Now, my Beinayu, what's the difference? Either way, right, wouldn't you end up at the same three and three? Three to Ramalkia, three to Ramalkia. So you say, no, Ike Beinayu Shvachais. That Shvachais, okay, is in fact a Memra. I'm sorry, is a Brisa. Shvachais is a Brisa or a Mishnah. And therefore, according to Rav Papa, it was said, Bishem Ramalkia, like he said, all Mishnahs and Brisas are Ramalkia. So the Republic would say Shvachos is Ramalkiyah, not Ramalkiyah. And Rechidon Abereidur of Ika, he said that no, Shvachos is Ramalkiyah. That would be the difference between the two. So, we said, <coughs> we started by saying, when uh, um in the Mishnah, Rabbi Huda said, Shaykh Oldham Basar Kenegat Hakli, or Kaifetz, that you can measure out meat. Okay, it's a, a shinui, that's a, considered enough of a shinui, Rabbi Huda would hold, that you can measure out meat against a kli that's not usually meant to, to be used as a scale. Okay, then you can use, that you can't use a scale at all. What does that mean at all? Even if you just want to put meat on there to make sure the 
um, the achbarim uh, don't get it. The rodents don't get it. Okay, he said it would be usher if we said if the scale is hanging. If it's not hanging, then it would be fine. Um, and um, <clears throat> okay. Then we had, in regards to different things, we said, because we, we're coming off of yesterday, we were discussing that you can't be, do piece of dumbim. You can't, so now we're saying you can't measure meat, right? When you go to buy meat on nothing, you can't measure it. So we're saying, right, and here Rabbi Huda said you can do it, keneged a kli or a kofitz, but we see measurements usher, and we brought three examples that you can't, a tabach uman, right, a, a professional uh, butcher can't bishaykel it biyad, right? He can't hold the scale in one hand or the, the weight in one hand and then hold meat in another hand and trying to even them out, okay? Or b'mayim, by putting the piece of meat in water and then there's water displacement, seeing how much water it displaces so he'll know how much meat it was, okay? Again, so that he's making sure to charge you the right price after you Last is basiyad, we said also that he can't go ahead and make a professional handle in the meat. They used to make one with a knife, okay? But we said with his finger would be allowed. However, Rav Huna said that you are allowed to make a, a simon in the bus. Like Rav Huna used to make a triangle, make his meat into a triangle. So making a simon, that would be okay. That wouldn't be a problem of, of the dechol. Okay, Rav Chia and Rav Shimon Berebi, we said that they went ahead and they were mechalek. Now really, we ended up saying it wasn't Rav Chia and Rav Shimon Berebi because they wouldn't be makbid to measure out. But they, when they went to divide meat, what am I taking home? What are you taking home? They measured each piece against itself. Right? So each piece against what the other one took to make sure that um, to make sure that, to make sure that, uh, that, that, that they were getting an equal amount, we said that normally that it must have been other people, or Chia with somebody else, or Shimbu Rebbe with someone else, but it wouldn't be the two of them together because they weren't, they weren't cupped on each other like we saw by the seven fish, or Chia took five of the seven. And anyways, they went piece, connected piece. We said, who was that going like? Okay, it's not like Rebbe Huda, it's not like Rabbanon or Mishnah. Rabbanon said you can't use any sort of scale and even Rabbi Yehuda only allowed uh, against a kli or kufit, something that's not normally measured, but it is somewhat normal to measure a piece, right? If I want to measure what you took, I guess what I took, we're coming to split a cow on a normal chol day, I would say, look how much you took for partners in the cow, and then I'll take my piece and measure it up against what you took. So that should be usher. So we said that that's Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua holds it is going to be mutter. Okay, now Rabbi Yisif says, Allah is like Rabbi Yeshua, not like Rabbi Yehuda, or the Rabbanah Mishnah, Allah is like Rabbi Yeshua. Why? Because we have a stam Mishnah like him. And Abayah said, no, 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 no. The Stam Mishnah Bechiris, like we said, was saying that for Bechar, we said that um, <clears throat> uh, um, for Bechar, we said that you're allowed to do mana keneged mana. Sorry. So by Bechiris, we said that it was, we're, we allowed you to do mana keneged mana because it's not a zilzal. But here by Yantif of the Dechol, maybe the, the, that Stam Mishnah by Chayrus, which says you could do mana mana keneged Bechiris, maybe that's only for Bechiris, like we said, because it's not going to be a zilzal mana keneged mana, but it still is of the Dechol, and therefore by Yantif it would be Aser. Okay, then we discuss the next Mishnah. So you can't compare the, right, sorry. So, then, so Abai was saying that you can't, you can't compare the two. And just like, just because we have a Stam Mishnah that says by Bechar, you can be Mechalik, Mana, Kenegan Mana, does not mean that by Yontif, the Stam Mishnah, the Tana of that Mishnah is Rabbi Yeshua, that holds you can do Mana, Kenegan Mana, by Yontif, okay, as well. So, um, like we said, Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Shimon, that were Chalik, or whoever was Chalik, Mana, Kenegan Mana, they must have been going like Rabbi Yeshua, but we have no Raya that the Allah is going to be like Rabbi Yeshua. Okay, then we just said you can't use a mashchizin, you can't use a sharpener, but you can masi agabe chaberta. Okay, and we essentially had four lashinas. So Rabbi Huna said that which we said you can't sharpen was only was only evan. But in eights, wood with a wood sharpener, you would be allowed. In the first lashon, we're saying that that um, that which we said 
you can't use Evan and you can't use Eitz, that's only you can't use Evan to sharpen. But you could use an Evan to clean, which sounds like Eitz, you'd be able to use sharpen or clean. In the second Lashon, we say that no, that only when we said Eitz, the only time you could use an Eitz, a Mashchaz and Eitz is only to clean. But you can't use either one, Eitz or Evan, to sharpen, and you can't use an Evan to clean the knife. Okay, so that was the two Lashonias of Rabbi Yilam Rishmuel, based off of what Rav Huna said, that he differentiated between a stone and a wood sharpener. Then we had two Lashonas that were differentiating either between the Reisha, from the Reisha to Seifa. We didn't differentiate between sharpeners at all, but rather Reisha versus Seifa. That the Reisha said that you can't use a sharpener, sounds like to sharpen, but you could use it to clean. Al-Chaberta, you can even use it by carrying, by rubbing two knives together, you can even use it, um, you can even use it to, to sharpen the knives. Or the second Lashon would said that no, that you can't, you could only um, carry two knives together to have where they rub against each other to clean the knife that you want to use, but to sharpen at all, which sounds like you can't use a sharpener to clean either. Okay, it's only al-chaberta that you would be allowed to use to clean. Okay, then we said the tana that holds that it's going to be aser, Rav Chista said, the tana that holds, this is a machle- this is subject to machlekes, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, the tana holds that it's going to be aser to sharpen your knife. It's not like Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda allows mashirei nefesh, and therefore, our Mishnah is, is, is not like Rabbi Yehuda, it's the Rabbanan Shita, but Rabbi Yehuda would allow it. And, right, we said, Rabbi Chisra said, Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, however, from Reb Nechemia, okay, we saw from Reb Nechemia and Kamei Rava and Abaya, Kamei Duraba, that they said that we see that the halacha is Ein Meirin Kain. Yes, the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, but Ein Meirin Kain. They, uh, because in those stories, they said that they were only using the knife to clean, but in fact, they were really using the Amorim, both Reb Nechemia and Abaya were able to tell that they were using it to um, actually sharpen, so we see it's halacha ve'en meirin kain. And that is what, in fact, halacha is, but we don't publicly say it. Not like Rav Chistu, who said, yeah, go tell the world that I said halacha zakhavi, Rav Yehuda. Okay. Um, then we said, we wanted to know, what about, we wanted to know, what about, um, uh, to, can, you, can you, you have to, sh- in order to shecht, you have to show the knife to a chacham. We wanted to know, can you um, show the knife to a chacham on, um, on Yontif? And we said, we had a machlekes, yes or no. And then the third man, number of Yosef, said, Tom Chacham can see it for himself, and then he can lend it to a butcher. Okay, we said, a sakin that's made, meaning that's no longer sharp enough for efficient cutting, it could still be used, we said, even, um, it, it, that, even, even if it got dulled before Yantif, but as long as it's good enough where you can apply pressure and use it, you can sharpen it on Yantif. But Nifkama, we said, is going to be Aser. Nifkama me'erev Yantif lai is going to be a problem, okay? Because you should have done it yesterday. Even Rabbi Yehuda only allows, even Rabbi Yehuda only allows, um, <coughs> only allows a machshirin that, that uh, machshirin that, uh, that you couldn't have done yesterday. Okay, and the Rav Chista said, Sakin Shenifkama, or we had a Shpud Shenirtsam, okay, that got a, uh, it was broken. Uh, again, these happen on Yantif, Grefas Tana, or on Yantif. We said that's subject to Machlikis of Rabbanon and Rav Yehuda, whether Machshir Echel Nefesh, like we said, Hulavadai. When we said Hulavadai, you can only do it. The Chavim held only Echel Nefesh, not Machshirin. And Rav Yehuda said, no, Hulavadai is telling me Machshirin and not. Um, and not uh, the Efshar Me'esmo. Okay. 
Then we said, what about a shpud shenirtaf that it got bent? We said, even Rabbi Yehuda, it's usher to fix it because it's usable and it's a tircha de'in sarach. And we said, a shpud that was kvart salu by basar that you already used, was already used, Shmuel said it's asr mimetalta, or malkiyah, he said, shemtai, you can take it, tilt atzad, which is shinui, and you can put it in the corner. Vuna said, as long as it has a size basar, Vuna said, even if it doesn't, it's like a kites versus harabin. Okay, and then we just had the Memra discussing how we divide up these six halachas. So shpud, we said three are like ramalkiyah, three are like ramalkiyah. Okay, and Rapapa divided it differently. He said that anything that's a Mishnah or Brysa would be Malkiyah, and a Shmaitza, if it's a member, would be Malkiyah. Like ours here happens to be a Shmaitza, so they would agree that it's Ramalkiyah, not Ramalkiyah. And after Mina Shvachis, which is a Mishnah or a Brysa, then Rechanina would hold it's Ramalkiyah, but Rapapa would hold it's Malkiyah.